virus spike. The record number of single-day deaths and new cases. President pushes back. They treated Roger Stone very badly. Injured soldiers back in the fight. Folks are coming forward, and we're showing them that they can return to duty. This is the CBS World News Roundup, presented by Capital One. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. Startling single-day numbers from China. More than 15,000 new coronavirus cases and 254 additional deaths. CBS's Deborah Pata in Hong Kong. They say that the spike is due to new ways of testing for the virus, but it certainly pushed up those figures dramatically. And there is concern maybe China has been underreporting these kinds of figures. It's very typical of the Chinese government to try and control the narrative of this. And then when stories get out, find someone else to blame. 44 new cases of the virus have been confirmed on their cruise ship under quarantine in Japan. Sally Abel is one of thousands on board. It is a nightmare. I just want to wake up from it and I want to go home. But obviously I've got to face facts and I have to do as I'm told. But then I don't want to go home and risk my family and my friends if we're not sure that we're clear. A 14th case is now reported in the U.S. One of the Americans evacuated from China last week. Some Democrats in Washington say President Trump's comments and the Justice Department's new action in the Roger Stone case are part of his post-impeachment vengeance. Here's CBS's Stephen Portnoy. In an Oval Office diatribe, the president lambasted the four prosecutors who quit the case. They ought to go back to school and learn. He continues to insist he never asked Justice Department leadership to intervene on behalf of his longtime friend, who was convicted last year of obstructing the congressional probe of Russian election interference. Having reversed the prosecutor's recommendation of seven to nine years for Roger Stone, DOJ officials now say the judge should issue whatever sentence she chooses. What is more fetid? What is more stinking? Top Senate Democrat Chuck Schumer. Something egregious like this demands that the inspector general investigate and demands that the chairman of the Judiciary Committee hold a hearing. Yesterday, Mr. Trump was asked if he's considering pardoning Stone. I don't want to say that yet. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Appearing in public for the first time since her impeachment testimony, former U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Yovanovitch, issued a warning to college students in Washington as she accepted a diplomatic award from Georgetown University. The State Department is being hollowed out from within at at a competitive and complex time on the world stage. This is no time to undercut our diplomats. With so many challenges, we need to double down on our diplomacy. Tony Price has resigned as head of the Democratic Party in Iowa. He oversaw last week's caucuses, which were marred by big problems in the vote count. Candidate Mike Bloomberg skipped Iowa and New Hampshire. He campaigned yesterday in Tennessee, where early voting began for Super Tuesday. He's picked up some African-American endorsements. CBS's Nicole Killian asked him about five-year-old audio that surfaced, where he defended the stop-and-frisk policy that was found to target minorities when he was mayor of New York City. Why did you say what you said in that 2015 speech? Um... I don't think those words reflect what, uh, how I led the most diverse city in the nation. And uh, I apologized for the uh, practice and the pain that it caused. Well, not a Casey, South Carolina. CBS's Janet Shamlian's covering the massive search for a six-year-old girl, Faye Swetlick, last seen getting off her school bus Monday. More than 300 police officers and FBI agents are blanketing the neighborhood going door to door for clues. They've blocked off the subdivision from where Faye disappeared. Only residents can come and go. 
An emotional time for parents um, here. Everyone is praying constantly. It's just sick. She's worried sick. Lindsay Vaughn's son, Beckham, is friends with Faye at school. Do you think he grasps the enormity of what's going on? Um, kind of, actually. Mm -hmm. He's been nervous about being in the yard. He's been nervous about locking the doors. Police say Faye's parents have been cooperating in the investigation. A third of all drivers say texting is their biggest distraction, and the government says nine people in this country die every day due to crashes involving distracted drivers. CBS's Peter King has more on the toll it took on one Texas family. Delena Weaver has a message for drivers. Please put your phones down. Her son Jonathan and two other people were killed in a crash police say was caused by a gas company driver watching porn on his phone. The Weavers are suing the company, attorney Chip Booker. Energy Transfer is a billion-dollar company that has the resources to monitor and detect this sort of conduct with their drivers. 48 states have banned texting and driving. Only 21 have hands-free phone laws. They include Texas. It wasn't enough to save Jonathan Weaver. To me, it's so so senseless. Peter King, CBS News. Iran's missile attack on a U.S. base in Iraq last month left more than 100 troops with traumatic brain injuries. CBS's Catherine Herridge tells us about a program that's helping soldiers heal and stay in uniform. One of my first deployments to Afghanistan, we had a very rough go of it. You lost a lot of your team. I'm still thinking about it, and I'm still dealing with it. After eight major deployments since 9-11, Green Beret Sergeant Major John Fischetti knows the physical and emotional cost of service. Was it hard to ask for help? Yes, it was. There's a lot of misunderstanding. Career killer. A career killer, yeah. But the thing is, it's the furthest thing from the truth. Instead, a revolutionary approach at the Tampa VA hospital is helping to treat the unseen wounds of war. Are you ready? Using virtual reality technology, the therapy team retrains the brain after battlefield trauma impairs balance. And we'll be using the jets here in a An underwater treadmill reduces chronic pain and rebuilds confidence. I can actually associate those things. For many, this inpatient program is also the first time they've actually met with a therapist. Getting the help becomes another mission. It, it does. Deputy Commander for Special Operations, Vice Admiral Tim Shemansky said the program is part of a culture shift in the military. Folks are coming forward and we're showing them that they can return to duty. The Insurance Institute for Highway Safety has imposed tougher standards. WWJ Radio's Jeff Gilbert says automakers met the challenge. 64 vehicles got high Highest marks compared to 57 last year. Hyundai had the most vehicles singled out for safety by the Institute, with Mazda having the most vehicles getting the highest designation of Top Safety Pick Plus. Institute President David Harkey. The vehicles that are on our Top Safety Pick list are a clear indication that we're continuing to improve the safety of the vehicles that are available to consumers. Parkview says they raised the standards this year to include automatic braking for pedestrians and good headlights. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. The NFL has reinstated Cleveland Browns defensive star Miles Garrett. He had been on indefinite suspension after last season's helmet-swinging incident against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.